Welcome, welcome, welcome to my life, my choice. That was a bit glitchy. Hmm. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my life, my choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 16th of May, 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. Or maybe not, as I was so rudely told earlier. (laughs) 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 But anyway... um, the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 to 90 minutes. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the UK. So, guys, hopefully you enjoy this show. This show is all about me. It's all about you. It's all about Olivia. It's all about us, all of us, learning about and exploring the power of our conscious choice and what that means in our life, understanding universal laws and what that means in our life and of course as I just said it's about choice and you making choices in the best interest of self conscious choices so that you can live the life that you say that you want to live so that being said Liv how are you darling yeah I'm fine I'm good I'm good how are you Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. You know how it is. Um, mm-hmm. You know when you when you get sidetracked and you're doing stuff and you're you're in you're in um, I don't know on a roll as it were on in the zone. So prior to the show, I was excuse me. Prior to the show, I was taking care of some stuff and you know time was ticking by and I was on my clock. But my husband mm. decided he'd be TikTok, 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 <laughs> my clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so how that, how that goes, that goes. But outside of that, it's all good. I noticed some of the boxes that you put up. There are a couple of boxes. One of them was really, I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, I think I posted it on Facebook. Oh, uh, the co- oh no, it's got the copper on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. What 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 is it? A copper inlay or something? Or, or just uh, paint? Or? No, it's not paint. It's um, it's like it was that copper leaf that one. I can't remember. I may have, okay. I can't remember if that's right. copper leaf or um vinyl. I'm not sure. I can't remember which which I use for that. All right, all right. Cause that was but it's shiny. Neat. It's like it, it, it's reflective. Yeah. 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 You know, I like shiny things. Yeah. Shiny things. So you know, it's all it's all good. But those those are really nice. And guys, what we're talking about are boxes that you can get at uh, Dawn Affirmation Boxes. That's dot com, right? And no, no, no. I don't have a dot com. You always say that. Uh, it's it's Dawn Affirmation Boxes. Um, just on Etsy. If you put that in, it will it will come up. Oh, Etsy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, all right. I don't all have right, a website. Right, right. I don't oh. have a website. Okay, all right. So, so everything's done on web on, on Etsy. Etsy or Zibit. 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 And Zibit is what? Zibit's the little. Zibit's the, li- yeah, the, li- yeah. Zibit's the little box boutique, yeah. What's that? Zibit.com yeah. or something? Um, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure if you put in um, the little box boutique, it will come up. Oh, it will come up on on yeah. Zibit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, those are some really nice boxes, and they, yeah. as as you say, they're keeps keepsake boxes, and you can you can put stuff in there. You know, um, 
you know, um, lockets of your kids' hair, you know, when they were really lovely, when they were young and lovely, and then they go around. <laughs> and, and so then you can put, you, you know, all sorts of stuff. You, it's the keepsake boxes, you know, and then you have the others that are uh, journals and, you know, memories. And I'm not talking about photographic memories per se, but memories of, um, you know, like your, your, your wedding day, li- li- little things that mean something to you, but to somebody else it might not be. And you can use them to store your affirmations and use them as visualization boxes and all sorts of things. Absolutely. And they're really beautiful. They're really, really beautiful. So, guys, I, 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 I suggest you check them out. I suggest <laughs> you check them out. Yeah, a lady um, actually asked me, a little while ago to do a commission for commission and um it was actually just to put her vows in when she she's about to yeah. get married and she said she just wanted to put her vows in it so that i suppose maybe yeah. troubled times they can sit down and open them or in 50 years time they can Amen. sit down and you know have a look um so yeah yeah which is interesting yeah. which is, which is nice that's really nice mm-hmm. and there you go another another use for some absolutely gorgeous they really are and the one thing that you said last week which is true each box is individual it's not mass produced Mm -hmm. each box Mm -hmm. is unique and the one thing that I actually like that you had said which I I know you have said before is that you make the boxes my my this is my take on it you make Mm -hmm. the boxes based on a vibrationary a stream that you are tapped Mm -hmm. into knowing that there's somebody out there who's at the other end of that vibrationary stream who this box mm. is for. And mm. I really like that. I really like that. It's very individual. Very, very mm. individual. Very individual. So that being said, outside of that, darling, all's good. All's good in my world. And um, once again, guys, welcome to the show. And today we're talking about things you need to know about the laws of attraction. Of course, I put 2018, so people will know that it, it is current as in 2018. So for those of you who don't know me, and for those of you who do, I'm really quite passionate about the laws of attraction. And of course, the first law for me is the law of choice. Nothing takes place without you actually making a choice first. You have to make a choice. Even if this is a choice that you make unconsciously, but you've made a choice, you have to make a choice before anything can, can um, happen. It's like if you want electricity in your house, and the only way you can get electricity to flow, excuse me, it's like if you want light in your house, and the only way that you can get light to flow into the house, you know, is by flipping that switch, that electrical switch that turns the, that sends energy to the light bulb that illuminates. The law of attraction, excuse me, the law of choice, which governs the law of attraction, is exactly that. It's that flip of the switch. So there are a few things that you need to know to be conscious or you need to be consciously aware of when using the law of attraction. The universal law or spiritual laws have individual, collective, and collaborative functions within the manifestation and creation process. And this is, well, I'll go back over this. It's important to note that whether the action of the law is collaborative or collective, each law retains its individuality or specific function. 
What I mean by this is a cardboard box will carry things, yet it will remain a cardboard box. Doesn't matter how much you try to stuff in there, it's a cardboard box. Doesn't matter if you carry one thing or a hundred things, it's a cardboard box. Even if you cut the box down and lay it flat, it is still a cardboard box. Within the last two decades, and it really has been the last two decades, there really has been an oversimplification of how the laws of or how the law of attraction works. Some, somehow, somewhere, it seems to have been relegated to the same status as abracadabra, and we kind of read about this in the Middle Eastern folk tales called the Arabian Nights or 1001 Nights, I believe the actual original thing is. But um, we hear it in the folk tales or the Middle Eastern folk tales called the Arabian Nights. Abracadabra, if taken at face value, has a mysterious powers or has mysterious powers. And it's just part of, you know, this wonderful uh, fairy tale. However, folklore, folklore etymology, Associated, associated with the phrase in, he, in Hebrew suggests that abracadabra literally translates to I will speak as I, excuse me, I will speak, excuse me, I will create as I speak. Or in Aramaic during Christ's time, I create like the word. And really and truly, for me, that's some powerful stuff. That just takes the whole kind of, you know, you see the magician on stage, abracadabra. It takes it to a whole new level yeah. when you say, I will create as I speak. Mm-hmm. And the law of attraction is no different. And the, the, the people out there who are putting out information about the laws of attraction are telling people they can get what they want using the law of attraction by repeating affirmations, thinking rich or skinny thoughts, or seeing what they want. And, and, and by doing this, it's absolutely ludicrous. And it's ludicrous. It's the same thing like telling people, not telling people what the word abracadabra really means. You see, they're not giving people, people aren't being given the nuances. This is why I'm so hot on the nuances, understanding the nuances of what you're dealing with. But that being said, before I get on my tirade, the law of attraction the law of attraction is, and let me read it from today that I did today. The law of attraction is a binding magnetic force. The function of the law is to bind and or magnetize together other laws that create an intentional stream of consciousness that draws to you that which you have chosen to experience in your life. This is the law of attraction. It's a magnetic force. It's a magnetic force that creates intention. It draws intentional force to you. It creates intention. Understanding the law of attraction and the role it plays within the laws, plural, the Lord's plural is crucial to manifesting health, wealth, money, abundance, love, you name it, manifesting whatever it is that you want and being able to consciously manifest it, which is part of the problem, which is part of the problem. Today I did, uh, um, 
what do you call it, Liz? A, a, a short thing on uh, Facebook Live. There you go. I did, I, you know, I was introducing the show on Facebook Live. And what I liken this to, because as I was thinking about this, what, what I liken this to is many people do have a conscious understanding of the laws of attraction. And what is missing, the key element is missing, is the how-to, or the what-to, the what-to-do. And, you know, it really reminded me of when we were first going to Mum and Dad when they lived in Northamptonshire in Pipe, on Piper Way or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And we, we, were, we were on the, on the um, motorway, or freeway. So we were on the motorway and lived... We could kind of see where we needed to be, you know, like all the trees. And, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's down there. I know it's down there. And at least we drove around. And then we stopped at Tesco's. And then we stopped here and we were asking people. And they were saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, but they weren't sure how to get in there mm-hmm. because it was a mm-hmm. new housing development. Yeah. yeah. And so eventually we actually stopped, I think, at the gas station at Tesco's or something, something near there. And um, called mum and dad, and dad literally came to get us. Oh, okay. Because what happened was, Liz, there was a road, and there was a road that you turned off of, and it had all these trees around it and everything, and, you know, I think it had, like, a golf course near there or something like that. You know, Mm -hmm. it had all these trees and stuff, and we missed the road, and we missed the road because I don't actually think that we were told about it. But we missed okay. the road, mm. totally missed the road, but knew where we wanted to go. And for me, this is like many people who, who use the law of attraction. A lot of the information out there hasn't been disseminated correctly. And so, therefore, we miss vital turnoffs, i.e., we miss vital nuances that will assist and support us in using the laws of attraction. So Liz, your thoughts on the laws of attraction as it is currently put out there for people? Well, I think it's similar to what you're saying, Wens. Um, it's not complete. and But there's also to be said that it can never be complete because it mm-hmm. is an individualized thing. So no one can tell mm-hmm. you the whole story because part, mm-hmm. of, I would mm-hmm. say, 30%, you know, if, if you need guidance, 30%, no, in actual fact, you know what? I'm going to say the other 80% is up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you mm-hmm. can um, mm-hmm. lead a horse to water, but, you know, you can't make it drink it. Um, well, one of the things I, I want to say is this is actually going further back because you were talking about fairy tales and folklore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. It's. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, you think about um, etymology, as you said, I mean, folk law, what does that mean? It's, you know, it's the law of folk, the law of people. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it, it's not a governmental thing. It's a personal thing. So it's kind of like saying, just the, just the, the phrase, I suppose, it's not a word, um, folklore. It's actually saying that, um, you know, you are a law unto yourself. You know, and mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. thing is mm-hmm. um, with that, like, you know, reading something or looking at a program that is about folklore. I think uh, earlier on this year or last year, we were talking about the messages that you can get from it. Um, you know, if you think about what I just said about it being you being um, the creator of your destiny by law, 
you can look at that and, and get messages about what it is that you want to do. It takes decoding, but it's, you know, because you're not, you wouldn't be watching it just because. You'd be watching it because there is something in there for you. In there for you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that um, was just that a me, thing. That, that, that to me is something that's really important. You know, as you say, there's, there's something in there for mm. you. And mm. as you say, it's for you to work it out because it's in there for you. It's not that's for right. me, it's for you. That's right. That's right. And the universal laws of attraction are something, as Olivia just said, they're very unique to who we are. It's not a cookie cutter. You, can't, you cannot use a cookie cutter approach to the laws of attraction. But it's really important to understand that the law is the law is the law. The law is immutable, yet it is flexible. It's malleable. And so therefore, because it is flexible, because it is malleable, the universal laws of attraction will actually mold themselves to who you are and your vibrationary stream. But yet still, they remain resolute in what their action is. Now, many people believe that the, the law of attraction is, um, you know, affirming, visualizing, and at a hard push and or not, doing gratitude work. And this is an oversimplification of understanding what it is that you need. It is an absolute oversimplification. Now, I will say this, that when dealing with the law of attraction, it's really important, uh, how do I phrase this, that, guys, that you do your own due diligence. You do your own due diligence. I cannot tell you how many people have said to me, oh, that doesn't work, or it's kind of hit and miss for me, you know, or... All I know is that I can manifest. I don't know what I do. But all I know I can manifest. And I don't know what I do. And if you're happy with that, that's fine. If you're not happy with that, then the name of the game is to understand, to, to, to take time out and do your own due diligence to delve into, to delve into the mechanics of it. You see, the law of attraction, as I said a little while ago, literally is a binding magnetic force. And it can only come into, into action or it can only be invoked once you have made a choice, made a command, declared what you've wanted, and then it can come into it, it, it can come into being. It can be invoked and start working on your behalf. Now, understand that the universal law of attraction, not the laws, that's a whole different ballgame. The universal law of attraction, because it is binding and it magnetizes other laws, if you say that you want to, um, okay, you say that you want to be in a relationship, you want to get married, that's all you want to do, you want to get married, 
and you want to be in a meaningful relationship, a loving relationship. And you're doing your work as it as it is, you're affirming, and you are doing your visualization and you're saying thank you for the visualization, thank you for your life. But on the back end of that, you've got an intense hatred for your ex. The law of attraction is actually going to bring into your energetic stream, your conscious stream, something that's going to show you that you need to take care of this. You need to take care of this particular attitude. You need to take care of this unresolved business or whatever it is. And that is the function. That's the, magnet, that's the magnetism and the binding force that the universal law of attraction brings to you. It just doesn't bring to you, you know, the wealth, the health, the abundance, but it brings to you the things that you need to get over. The, or I, I take that back. The things that need to be addressed so that the stream, the conscious stream, can go, continue on its journey and come back to you with the things that you say that you want. Liz, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it, it made sense. It made sense when that's it for the moment. <laughs> sorry, I was actually, I was writing. But oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because you, sorry. Um, sometimes you, you, I mean, people must have noticed anyway, but sometimes you move on quite fast and I'm still, and then I'm kind of waiting for a break. <laughs> but okay, then, all right. Then all it right, doesn't come. Right, so right. Um, sometimes I have to go back a bit, so do forgive me. Which is yeah, fine. yeah. Are you um, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, you you were talking about uh, like people that people can that can manifest at will. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they were saying, oh mm-hmm. well, how do I do that? Okay. It's better if they from um, from my perspective, if they don't really know how they do it, because um, what am I trying to say? I, it, it's kind of best to leave it alone because it's an intrinsic thing. It's not a contrived yeah. thing. And I think once it becomes mm-hmm. a contrived thing, the intentional the intention is different. So then mm-hmm. you get the mm-hmm. internal dialogue, sort of like try and you start you might start shifting and changing what you do, as opposed to just mm-hmm. doing it as mm-hmm. you're doing it now. And it's just intrinsic and it works. So yeah, and that's does. what I was thinking and when you said that. Yeah. No, and I, I I actually agree with that, Liz. I definitely agree with that. You know, it, it, it's like if you if you are um, so somebody who plays the piano and you've never had uh, a lesson in your life, but you can hear a piece and it can be anywhere from, I don't know, Brahms, Mozart, whoever, and you can listen to it and then you can just play it. Going to a music academy might not serve your purpose. And it's that sort of thing, Liv. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it might not, it might not serve your purpose because it takes it to a whole new, as Olivia said, contrived uh, um, uh, level where the your innate, intrinsic, passionate self um, understands 
that, that there are rules of engagement. I mean, Liz, it's much like you and, and your artwork and painting. I mean, people had asked you uh, when you first started, you know, putting your work out and, mm. and showing your work. Oh, you know, oh, what college did you go to? What art college did you go to? And um, you're like, I didn't. Well, what medium? No, you didn't. Oh, well, what medium is this? I'm not telling you. I probably because I didn't know. Yeah, true that, true that. But um, but that that being that being said, it's that sort of thing. Because it can actually it can kill passion. So I definitely I definitely agree with that. You know, because if you mm. are manifesting and you don't want to know um, how you do this, but you do it. And you're good with that, then all, more power, more power to you, more power to you. Understanding that the law of attraction comes within the laws of attraction, and this is a, a, a button pusher for me. The laws of attraction. It's not the law of attraction as it is portrayed to people. The law of attraction is just one functional law within multiple laws and as Florence Grovel Shin says every time we open our mouth my words here with passion with attitude with belief we are creating a law for ourselves because there is a law of the spoken word there is a law a spiritual law a natural law that that governs the spoken word that governs command that governs action you see, at the end of the day, one of the true things you need to know about the law of attraction is simply this. You need to be as honest and authentic in the things that you want, in the conversations that you have inside your mind, as you can possibly be. Now, will, you, will, will something um, get an emotional rise out of you? Yes, it is. But as I said, I, I, I think it was in, in yesterday, one of, one of yesterday's memes or something. As I said, you know, it, don't, don't allow your emotions, don't allow your emotions to, to dictate, to dictate, to berate and all, all this sort of stuff. Don't, don't allow your emotions. Um, uh, okay. Uh, what I literally wrote was this. Allow your emotions to do what they are intended to do. And they're designed, they're designed by you to guide you and support you. Your emotions are not designed to torment you, undermine, break, and dictate to you. So yes, you will have an emotional response. But with that, it, it's like, Okay, I've had this emotional response. I'm really pissed off. I'm really angry. Or conversely, I'm really happy. I'm really elated. The thing to do now is to truly be in an observation mode. Invoke the law of observation, especially if it's something that has triggered you with what could be conceived as negative, a negative response. Observe. Because as Olivia said, which was rightly so, you are being shown something. You are being shown something. The name of the game is, it's about you 
decoding it. Once again, guys, it's the universal laws, plural. By omitting the S, by omitting the S, for me, people have been, um, been given a disservice. They've been given a, they've been done a disservice by omitting the S to make the, lo- the word law instead of laws. People have been given wrong information. And this, this has gone out to millions of people. And as a result, millions of people think that the laws of attraction Nah, it, you know, it might work. It doesn't really work. Sometimes it works. It's hit and miss. So, guys, if you want to be able to consciously and consistently manifest what you want in your life, it's really important to understand what all that means. And what all that means is that the universal law of attraction is part of the universal laws of attraction, just like choice. Forgiveness, love, gratitude, you name it. You know, action, reaction, rebound. These are all spiritual laws that actually um, assist and support us in being able to manifest. And again, let me just reiterate the law of attraction that sits with the laws of attraction, its function is to bind, to bind and or magnetize other laws together. It is an intentional force, and that's what it does. It's an intentional force. It goes forth to um, put your request into the ethos so that that which you are wanting can be created. And it's a powerful force. And as I said before, What will come back to you are things that perhaps blocks that you need, and we call them limiting beliefs and emotional blocks or limiting beliefs and blocks in coaching, things that need to be put up and put up and put out. The universal law of attraction brings to your notice, puts you on notice for things that you need to let go. If there is nothing impeding the actual um, conscious energetic stream of your intention, then the universal law of attraction will take it to where it needs to go and it will come back to you, the thing that you've been wanting. You see, guys, at the end of the day, were you going to say something, Liz, before? Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say because you're talking about blocks, and one of the things that people can actually do is um, to find out what the block actually means to them. And you know, um, uh, what did I say? What? Uh, so I'm trying to. Yeah, and how it's sort of like, and, and the correlation or the link between the block and what it ever it is it, that you're wanting to manifest, because yeah. there's there's a yeah. link there. And it's it, once yeah. again, it, it, it's a message tell, telling you how you can move on. If you're kind of like in limbo or stuck in one one spot, it tells you how you can move on. See, yesterday when I was uh, speaking with the women at Shade Tree, 
um, there was a woman and she was talking about, you know, and I, I don't do this often, you know, Liz, because everybody has a story and, you know, everybody has a story. The name of the game is, for me, how are you going to use your story, if you can use your story and how you're going to use your story, what it looks like to use your story to move forward. And she was saying she didn't know X, Y, Z, but Liz, I said to her, you have answered every question that you have about why you are unable to move forward. Mm. Everything that you have voiced here has told me and it's telling you why you are unable to move forward. Why you're unable to um, why you're unable to do some of the things that you want to do. And one of them is, you know, as I, as I said to her, as I said to them, you know, I'm the type of person uh, not any and everybody can come to my house. And if you roll up and you're not an energy that you want in my house, I'm not going to not open the door. I'm going to not only open the door, but I'm going to let you know that this isn't the energy that I want in my house. So basically you can't come in. <laughs> you know, and she said that this is what she, what she wanted to do. She, she wanted mm. to be able to do that. And mm. I said to her, well, me, I am not concerned with somebody else's feelings, and that's really, that cold as it may be. I'm not concerned with your feelings and or what you think of me. You see, because everything outside of that door, everything outside of my front door, on the other side of my front door, on the outside, that's up for grabs. Everything on the inside, that's like my inner mind. I get to control that as much as I can. And so therefore, I don't want XYZ energy floating around my home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know sometimes D would be like, damn, babe. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm sorry. And Liz, I mean, literally, I'm sorry you can't come in. And I'm not going to hide in front in, in my house and not open the door. That's mm-hmm. not how that works. Mm-hmm. Because you might think that I didn't, I wasn't there, and you might think that it's okay to come back. <laughs> and then you and go through the whole thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I am. I refuse to be a prisoner within my own home. I refuse. And so she said she wants to be like that. I said, well, really and truly, what is it that you are wanting that you feel you won't have? If you t- and you don't have to be horrible, Liv, and really you yeah, don't. Exactly. You don't have to be horrible. But I believe in people need need to know that. I know Tracy TJ, she was she was mad with me. Because <laughs> she came rolling by the house with, with one of her friends, knock on the door. Oh hey uh, and I, I tell my friends, don't do that. Don't do that. Everybody's on notice. Don't do that. And she went, I know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, she can't come in. <laughs> Tracy was like, blah. And I said, you just, you need to keep rolling, babe. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, I'll see you tomorrow at work. She was mad with me. Woo! She was mad with me. <laughs> you know, when you were saying um, about blocks and uh, uh-huh. if, I mean, if someone feels like, um, you know, they're in the same place again or, you know, the same thing is happening over and over again um, and you feel like it's the block. If, 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 it's a, a, if it's a situation 
that you've been in before, then Mm -hmm. you dealt with it last time, okay? Regardless of the outcome, you actually dealt with it. So therefore, it's about seeing the fact that you can get over it um, as mm-hmm. a strength. Because if you, if you feel you can get, if you have the thought that you can get over it, then you've already created the state of mind to achieve it. There you go. Right. There you go. So it's actually just about just about sort of like going with the flow and recognizing that even though you thought it was something you don't want, it it is something you don't want. But there's a strength within it that can actually get you over it, and not not only over it, but over it so you really are over it 100 percent, and it never happens again. Yeah. Yeah. It's about it's it's just about changing the perspective of what it is that you're experiencing. Exactly. And changing your internal dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you've got to change how you speak to yourself. You, you want the universal law of attraction to work for you. You need to change how you speak to yourself. You need to understand that there are more laws involved than just affirming and visualizing. It, it, it's important to understand that visualization is not just about seeing something, it's about being the something that you see. So you become it. You become it from the, from the inside out. You don't look at it from the outside in. Like you're observing. The observer becomes the observed. You have to go within you. See, guys, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose weight, if, if um, what do you call it, being overweight, whatever that means to you, has been something that has plagued you from the time you were in, in um, junior school or, you know, grade school, first grade or what have you, kindergarten, what have you, and you were always called the chubby person or what have you, and that has followed you throughout your life. It's about changing your thinking. It's about changing your thinking. It's about changing how you see yourself. You see, you cannot think yourself skinny, but you can be yourself skinny. Does that make sense, Liz? You cannot think yourself skinny, but you can, in your mind, in your imagination, you can be, or perhaps I should say, you can see yourself skinny by being skinny in your mind. Does that make and that sense? Will ha- and that will, have a, that will have an effect on physically how you see yourself. Exactly. So when you look in the mirror, exactly. you'll see something different. Not only you will see something different, the people around you will see something different. Exactly. But one of, one of the questions... you are different. That's right. One of the questions I would ask is, why is it when you look in the mirror that you don't like what you see? Is it exactly. really just because um, you don't like it or is it because you look on the, t- at the telly and you see, you know, these skinny young things that are measurably, what, 13 years old, um, and, you know, the magazines and what have you say, oh, you should you should look like this. So why is it? I mean, that in itself yeah. is a little bit um, yeah. disconcerting. I disconcerting. Mean, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that see, there's, there's the word, because it is, it is disconcerting. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. um, why, why are you not happy being you? Why are you not happy being 
you. And that, maybe we should do a show on that, you know, Liz. Um, be happy being you. Uh, anyway, that being said, it's about changing your internal dialogue. It's about changing your internal vision. And it's about seeing, seeing you in it versus watching you in it. Those are two, di- two different things. Two different things. Absolutely two different things. And again, the law of attraction is taught that way. And on top of it, everybody gives this cursory thing, you know. They'll talk about, you know, visualization, and then they'll say, be the ball. Well, really? What that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? You have to be the ball. Like it's some mysterious stuff. No, tell people that they need to be the ball. Literally, they need to feel the ball in their hand. Them and the ball need to become one. The ball has to become an extension of themselves. You know, like, like, a, like an artist or, you know, a, a, a painter or a, a, um, a, a carpenter or what have you. The actual tools that people use are an extension of their imagination. It's an extension of what they are thinking, what they are feeling, what they are believing. So when somebody says, you know, be the bull, you know, be the house, be the car, you know, don't just see yourself sitting in the car, drive the damn car. You know, press the brakes, what does the brakes? feel like to you? What does it look like? You're looking at the windscreen. What were you going to say, love? I, I think that, you know, to say someone will be the, be the ball or be the... It's a little bit... From a spiritual point of view, for me, it doesn't make sense because it's saying, oh... It, that, that, self, that statement itself is actually saying you're external to the ball, right? So you'd actually have to say the ball is me. Because then it brings you, you, the, you, you're the common denominator, not the ball. So you have to kind of change mm-hmm. it around. So if people, if people aren't getting results in sort of like uh, be the ball, try the other way mm-hmm. around. You know, the ball is me. I am. Yeah, the that's ball. all I was going to say. Yeah. I am the ball. I am the house. And that that brings us to to another thing. Saying I am. You know, what is, what is your internal dialogue? What truly is your internal dialogue? Are you, are you wishing, are you hoping, are you praying and using prayer as a wish, as a hope? Um, are you seeing, are you being? What, what are you saying to yourself? When using the universal law of attraction and when uni- using the universal laws, of which the law of attraction is one of the many laws. When using any law, you need, and I I say, you need to start speaking in terms of I am. I am literally means that you have named it and claimed it. I am literally means that I am. I am, as Olivia said, you know, uh, if you have issues with being the bull, I am the bull. I am the house. I'm the house. I'm the car. 
And you know, guys, anything that you do have that you purchase, whether it be a car, whether it be a you know a, a, a wallet, whether it be anything that you purchase, it becomes you. It is absorbed by your energy, which is why you can. Um, uh, okay, you've got, and I've said this before actually. 20, 20 white cars all parked in a row outside Target, Walmart, you want to go up market, Neiman Marcus, John Lewis's, Victoria Navy. Right, 10, 10, 10 cars, uh, 20 cars. They're all the same make. You will be able to walk to your car. You'll be able to walk to your car. And do what you need to do. You know, upload your purchases, what have you. How are you able to do this? It's because your car now emits a frequency that says it's you. Does that make sense, Liv? It does. It does. I just think maybe the analogy was a bit off because I know I know myself. Um, like the, I, I remember once trying to open someone else's car. It wasn't my car. Yeah, and so, that happened to me. Yeah, so that, that, I'm, that, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, I did understand that, that what you were saying. I just, I just, I just think the um, the analogy perhaps needed to be well, different. I'm but I think, I think people nine, get what you're saying anyway. Nine, nine times out of ten, because I have definitely gone to somebody else's car thinking mm. it was mine, mm. and mm. wondering what the hell's going on because I can't get in my car. And then I look inside and I'm like, oh, it's really clean. Ah, no, this is my vehicle. <laughs> this is my vehicle. And I was definitely say that has happened to me. Um, invariably, that has happened to me when I am with somebody else and I'm talking or if, I, if I've approached my phone, if I've approached my car, I'm going to my car mm. and I'm on my phone. Mm. Usually I'm distracted. Invariably, mm. for me, I'm distracted. But guys, yeah, as long as you understand what I mean, you know, you, you, you have a purse, you have shoes, etc. I mean, they did this, this um, they did this, uh, it was Dove, the, the soap people, and they had this really nice video that they did. This was, I don't know, maybe last year or the year before, a couple, couple of years ago. And it was all these mums, and I know they were all nervous, Mums were all in white and the kids were all in white. And what they did was they blind, blindfolded the children and the children had to literally pick out who was their mum. Mm. And all of the kids, according to the video at any rate that, they, that mm. they showed, all of the kids got it right. But you could see some of the mums were really worried that the kids weren't going to pick them out and they wouldn't know them, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And the kids mm. went up to mm. some people they kind of touched and then you could see their life, nah, you're not my mum. And you could see <laughs> even some of them, as they were approaching this woman, before they mm. touched her, they were taking mm. off their, the eye patch because they knew. Mm. It's that mm. kind of energy that I'm talking about that mm. you put out that you know. When you know what you know, you know what you know. You become a part of it. And this is part of the universal law of attraction. It's not hard, guys. You, 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 there, there's, there's discipline and there's dedication. But above all, the first thing is you need to know what you want. And as I'm always saying, then after that, 
You need to connect the dots for yourself by, as I call it, marrying yourself to it so that you can step into the imagination. You can step into a moving visualization. You can become the I am of the thing that you say that you want instead of just saying that you want it and seeing it. So for you, there is work There must be. You know, that's, that's the other thing. With the laws of attraction, it's also put out there that, like, you know, um, that there's not work to be done. Mm-hmm. There's, always, there's always something divine. There's, all, there's always some sort of divine action that needs to take place. And the name of the game is perhaps work is the wrong word. Perhaps for people, work conjures up toil and stress yeah, and strain absolutely. and, you know, yeah. it, it's this uphill climb and I've got to go to work and I hate going to work and blah, blah, blah. Perhaps work is, is the wrong word. So what I would say is there is always inspired divine action that's going to take place. And it's going to take place because of something that you need to do, must do, will do. Because at some stage, if you want what you want to manifest, there are things that you're going to need to do. There are things that you are going to need to do. And sometimes, as I said earlier, when things come back down the pipe, when things come back down the, the, uh, uh, the energetic pathway, or when the frequency comes back, to you because you're transmitting and when the frequency comes back to you and says that hey look in order for this frequency to continue on and tune into what you want 100% you're going to need to turn the dial to the left and that dial to the left may mean you need to look at loving self you may need to look at your relationship with money You see, because one of the shows that we've done, you know, are you controlling money or is money controlling you? Money is nothing but a universal force in action. Money is nothing but God in action. Money is something that has its own, um, it's a law. It's a law about exchange. Really, that's what money brings. It's a law about exchange. But the spin-off of that exchange gives you things like, I don't know, wealth. It can impact your health. It can impact security. Um happiness, all these other things. So the name of the game, guys, is moving forward to talk with self about you and your experience with attracting what you want into your life. If you are to say in this moment now, if I was to say to you, have you attracted into your life that which you want? Have you? As you look at your macrosphere, have you attracted what you are saying that you really want? For some people, the answer in part for most people will be say, will say yes in part and no. So take a look at the yes in part. What have you attracted into your life that you said that you wanted and you now have it? And look at it. What is this showing you? What is it whispering to you? 
What has it told you about yourself and your ability? What is it telling you about where you can choose to go should you choose to embrace the fact that you have done this? And for the things that have been attracted into your life, lack, limitation, whatever, you know, um, I don't know, Mandia Shasnes, for all of the things that have been taken, you know, um, into your life that you don't want. And just let me say this. With the law of abundance and the law of love, even the law of hate, the law of joy, the law of the law the law of happiness. And I'll use abundance. Abundance doesn't care whether you feel lack and limitation, the actual um, energetic stream. Abundance is abundance. You can be abundantly poor or you can be abundantly rich. Each law is specific. And I think it's really important that people understand that. So that being said, when you look at your life and what you have attracted into your life in regard to um, what you don't want, the things you don't want, what is this telling you about you? What is this showing you? What is it telling you about how powerful you are? What is it telling you about where it is that you can get to should you choose? What is it showing you? Because you have created this. So you are showing you a pertinent message. You're giving yourself a pertinent message that's saying to you more that you need to look at here. And you get to choose whether or not you do that. You get to choose whether or not, for the most part, you invoke the law of, um, what's it, I spoke about it last week, acceptance. And acceptance really boils down to yes or no. Letting go boils down to yes or no. Abundance boils down to yes or no. Health boils down to yes or no. Wealth, you name it. Do you have money? Yes or no? Am I rich? Yes or no? You, you get to choose, guys. And this is the law or the laws of attraction in a nutshell. The law of attraction sits within the laws of attraction. And for me, that's the biggest misnomer that has been put out there for people is that it's just the law of attraction. Well, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. There, there are many laws that make up the law of attraction because, as I said to you, the law of attraction in itself is a, um, a binding magnetic force. And what it does is its function is as a law to bind and magnetize other laws together. And that creates an intentional, your intention, your choice becomes your intention once you have married yourself to it. And this is consciously or unconsciously. But the law creates an intentional stream of consciousness that draws to you that which you have said that you've wanted. And so it's really important to understand that there are so many other laws that you're working with on a daily basis, just on a daily basis, beginning with 
their first law in the laws of attraction. And that's choice. You've got command. You've got action. The law of return. This speaks to reaction. You've got the law of consciousness. And that's our internal and external consciousness and how, our, how we expand in our awareness and our awareness of opportunities and possibilities and become cognizant of things that are going on within us, within us and around us. You've got the law of divine flow. And that's about living in the moment, the law of forgiveness, and I won't even get on that track, but the law of forgiveness. That speaks to your freedom, authenticity and freedom. The law of love, and this law, this law transmutes things. The law of love. This is why people, people like to say, you know, the only law, the universal law we need is love. Well, that's bullshit. Because if that was so, then we wouldn't need anything else. But the universal law of love is a transmutative law, if that's the correct word. But the universal law, it transmutes. It's a vibrational energy that can change all things. It's about being able to see people in, in, in the divine in all things. Love is being able to see the divine in all situations and all things. We need these things. We need these laws. When we're talking about the universal laws, excuse me, we need these laws or understanding of these laws. When we're talking about the law of attraction, these are everyday things. The law of magnet, magnetism. This is about your intention. The law of manifestation. There is a law of manifestation. That is what makes the things that you have magnetized, it makes them or brings them into tangible or physical form. Oops. Let me read from, from the other people, you know, Olivia. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, it did that. Right. Um, I'm sorry, guys. You have the law of discipline. You know, and you, you need to be disciplined. You need to be disciplined. And again, sometimes, Liz, don't you think some of these words like discipline, it can have a negative connotation attached to it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It, it has. And it, that's what it, it, for me, sometimes it's getting beyond that. Because as, as the, the, the spiritual law of discipline, it's not about chastising and, and, you know, beating somebody into submission. It's not about that. It's about giving focus, providing focus and commitment to achieve a level or depth of uh, a skill or knowledge needed for you to continue or, or, or needed for you to forge, continue forging ahead with your goals. The wonderful thing about the universal law of discipline, it acts as a solid bridge for you to get from where you are now to where it is that you want to be. You know, these are all laws that are associated with you being able to manifest. And I think one of the ones that really uh, is the law of honesty or the law of truth. The law of honesty and truth, this is about recognizing, accepting, and expressing your authentic 
interior. Your authentic, your truth. Irrespective of what people think or what, what society says. And this law is something for me that is really underestimated because we tend to try to um, uh, talk around things so that we don't hurt people's feelings. And I'm not talking about going out there and annihilating people. I'm talking about just being who you are. Not who people think you should be. Or not who you think people want, to, want you to be. And of course you've got the law of belief, the law of faith. Again, imagination is huge. And the law of balance. And this was one that you had uh, done, Olivia, to say that, Allow no one to tell you what your journey must reflect or what your reality is. And it's maintaining that balance. Like I said, you don't want to annihilate people, but it's about you. It's about your journey. You've got gratitude, acceptance, and, of course, the law of attraction of which we're talking about. You see how many laws? That, those were 19 laws that I've spoken of. And 19 laws that if they are not, in, um, oh, I'll use the divine flow. If they are not in divine flow, if they don't have the right command, if they don't have the right action behind it, something else is going to return to you, letting you know that you have to do something else. You have to look at whatever you're doing. You have to decipher. You have to decode what's going on. You can't say that you're putting out, excuse me, love, the, the, the law of love to transmute when you hate your ex or you hate a, a specific race of people. That's not going to work. The energetic stream is pure in its intention. Does that make sense, Liz, to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Wendy. You know, you just take, um, <clears throat> sorry, you talking about the universal law of love. And you're saying there are some groups that say, you know, that's actually all we need, just the universal law of love. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. maybe from just by using the universal law, I, I think, yeah. law, law of love, I think um, if you were like really loving self, you know, you loved yourself in all your guises, all your ways, all your idiosyncrasies. Yes. I think, yeah, it possibly, you know, it, it would make it easier to use the other laws, but you would still need the other laws. And, exactly. you know, exactly. and it's not just about uh, the law of love, because, you know, you, you just mentioned about the divine flow, because if love didn't exist, none of the other, none of the other uh, universal laws exactly. would exist either. Exactly, come on. Exactly, other. Olivia. Exactly. It's so we like don't just need love, we need all of them. Right. That's well said, Olivia. If, if one of the laws didn't exist, none of the other laws w would exist. Because as Olivia said, they are all interdependent on each other, yet still they are dependent. Excuse me, they are dependent on each other, yet still they are interdependent. Have I got that right? Yeah, in, interdependent. Independent, yeah. independent. Thank you. Okay. Independent. They Inter are dependent yeah. and they are independent. That's the word. <laughs> independent. 
And so it's, it's really important to understand that. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Choice gets commands, that gets action, that gets return, that gets consciousness, gets divine flow. And then it starts working into forgiveness. You know, it starts working into the things that block us. And sometimes, you know, guys, some of the things that we have as blocks that are blocking our manifestations, that are blocking our blessings or whatever, some of that stuff, some of that crap, it just doesn't matter. It no longer matters. You remember the emotion. You can't even remember how the whole scenario played out. But you do remember the emotion. And so what I would say to you is, what are you showing yourself? What is that emotion telling you? Because once again, and we did a huge show on this several years ago, your emotions are flagged. You emote to express. Your emotions are flagged. And they're telling you good emotions, bad emotions, whatever you deem, whichever you deem is what. But they're showing you something. They're flags. They're saying, hey, look, you need to look at this. And don't look at it from an external standpoint of he's doing this or she's doing that. You need to look at yourself. Because as they say, you know, when you're you're pointing your finger at someone, there are three fingers pointing at yourself and your thumb's out there in space somewhere. It's in, in, in Never Never Land. So you need to look at you from within. And everything starts within. Absolutely everything starts from within. It starts inside of you. You are an internal job having an external manifestation. And both are equally important. Because your external life, the things that you, the tangible, physical, are going to tell you about your internal life. And your internal life is going to tell you about your external life. One of the greatest things that we have at our disposal is the ability to choose. One of the greatest things that we have is our ability to feel through our emotions. One of the greatest things that we have is our imagination and to be able to go inside our imagination and travel on our own version of our magical carpet ride. One of the greatest things we have is the, hey, come on, Wendy, the power of our ability to speak, literally to speak, to take what we see in our inner mind and put a vibration to it through the power of our words. We've got so much going for us. So much going for us. So what I would say to you guys is don't get, don't get um, bogged down in the quagmire of the things that aren't going right for you. Bless them, say thank you for them, and ask them, what is it that you are showing me? 
What are you showing me about me? It's not about them. It's not about them out there. It's what are you showing me about me? Me in relation to, sorry, me in relation to what it is that you're wanting. Is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. 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 In relation to what you're wanting. Not in relation to just what happened or what's happened. But in relation to what you're wanting, thanks, thanks for that clarity, it, for, it, for what you're wanting as you move forward in your life. You know, guys, you know how powerful we are? My, on both sides of me, um, people have swimming, swimming pools. And on both sides of me, at one stage, those swimming pools had turned not just green, they were black. Now, one of them, I literally called on, and this is when the house was actually empty. I called on, I called the, I called the city because the house was empty. And the city came out and they emptied the pool. Subsequently, people both moved in, and over a period of time, the pools became black again, and then you could start smelling them. And so I looked out, out my window, I would see this out my window, and I said to myself, okay, when you believe in the laws of attraction, you believe in the laws of attraction, let's put them to work. Let's put them to work. And I know that I wanted the pools either to be cleaned and or gone. One of the two. Cleaned and or gone. I want the water to be clean and or gone. And I asked myself, what was this showing me? Well, the first time... The first time this happened when the house, one of the houses were empty, I had said to myself, oh, when use the laws of attraction, you know, to, to, to do this, you can do this. And I just went on my merry little way and I dialed, I dialed the city, comment to this pool. That being said, I'm very much like this with my neighbors, as I've told them as they moved in. If I have an issue with you, I'm actually going to come to you first. I'm going to come to you first. I'm going to let you know that I have a problem, which is who I am. And so I said, well, I can let them know, but I don't know what's going on in their life because something has to be going on in their life for their pool to be like this. I know this. So I said, what is this showing me? This, show, this was really showing me, literally showing me that I can use the universal laws of attraction to make this go away. So my first thing list was, I thought, well, maybe I can do like uh, Dr. Emoto and use the words, the vibration of the words to clean the pool or the pools. But every time I looked in the pools, I'd get a little huffy. And again, I got lived. I asked, what is this showing me? Because I know because I am having this reaction to it. 
But it is telling me something. It's telling me something. It's telling me something about me. So I did what I do best. I went into meditation. And first and foremost, I cleared what I call um, whatever negative energy that I was having in regard to the people who own the home, I, I, I let that go because that was a waste of energy. And then I started pouring my energy into seeing the, the, the pool clean and sparkling and this and that. And Liz, next thing I know, for one of the neighbors at any rate, um, they, they emptied the pool. The next thing I know, Liv, um, the people on the other side, they changed house, and, of course, the pool did the same thing. It, it blacked up. So I decided that I wanted both pools at the same time to be doing the same thing. <laughs> they need to be clean. No, I did, because it, it was now lopsided. Okay, it was before that. The one next-door neighbor handled their business, and then the next-door neighbor, they stopped handling their business. And I was like, uh-uh, Wendy, there's no balance. There's no balance. What is it that you want? Well, I want both of them to be cleaned. I want both of them to be sparkling and live. I heard the, the one, of, one of the neighbors, they were talking to somebody. No, actually, what I saw, one of the neighbors, they had, oh, and I was like, I don't even know how you can see to scoop stuff out because it's black. And that's what I saw. And I was like, well, okay, this means, this has told me that something is happening. Something is happening. Two days later, I hear voices. I saw my peep. All right, my peep. And um, it was a pool company. It was a pool company. And then so that I would get my affirmation, so that I would be affirmed, and I knew the lady came and knocked on the door. <laughs> and she said to me, I'm looking for, because here, you know, if you can, it, you know, like in England, you just put the stuff right into the drain. Here mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. like this drain thing. Um, you have to kind of find it, and she couldn't find it. And I'm okay. like, I know it's under, all the, it's under her hedgerow, mm-hmm, and the hedge mm-hmm. is thick. Mm. And so I said to Dee, they're going to just have to let this go down the, down, run down the street. And it's a swimming pool, Liz. That's a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she came to tell me that they're going to do the pool and then they're going to, they're going to acid wash it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. I'm like, thank you. So <laughs> next thing I know, on the other side of me, two tools, I see one of, one of, them, one of their kids actually in the empty pool, cleaning it out. Mm. And then live. two days later, they resurfaced it, painted it or whatever. So much so lived, I thought water was in it. That's how it's sparkling. Oh, it's wow. Clean. Okay. <laughs> oh. God, I thought water was in it. Even on the other side of me, when they finished the ashes, acid wash, I thought water was in it. But they're both empty, and I'm happy. Now, that process took me about three, three and a half months. Actually, about three, yeah, about three and a half months, that whole process. Once I 
was very clear on what I wanted, very resolute. And I didn't allow mm, the emotions of, if, if the emotions of, look, you've got a pool, you need to be able to take care of it, or you need to take it out, all right? I didn't allow all these thoughts that can run through my head to run through my head. I was done with that. I switched that. I, I switched it off. And it took about three and a half months from mm. start to finish. Because one of the things that you, one of the things that you said was um, that you needed balance, yeah. Mm. And like in the whole scenario, you know, going from one side, then it went to the other side, and you know, and mm-hmm. you and you were actually seeing. I mean, there is a universal law of balance. So one of the things that yeah. um, perhaps it was actually showing you is how you can conscientiously, consciously utilize your ability to use the law of balance. Of balance, yes. Mm. Yes. And because this was it, Liz, um, and I, I, know, I know that I sort of said, oh, I need balance, but yes, I realized that I truly did need to invoke the universal law of balance because otherwise it would have just been ping-ponging, you know, going this way, going that way, going this way, going that way. And I needed balance. What? Well, the fact that you, um, the, the fact that you had um, said, okay, I think you said you had a problem with the neighbours, and you let that go. It, it, in many ways, it meant that something else had to come in to take had its to place, right? Yeah. And you, you, I That's suppose, in in somewhat, you can could actually look at it as it was a two pronged thing because not only did you learn how to use the universal law of balance, but you, your let's just say your reward or whatever your reward was that actually you got exactly what you wanted by using it Mm -hmm. in the correct way Mm -hmm. for you. Exactly. You see, because what, what, what that was also, what was in the mix, especially at the beginning um, was, you know, I was allowing what I thought their thoughts and feelings were. I was giving my power away. My mm. power away to attract what I wanted. I don't know what their spiritual journey is, but I do know that both were placed here to assist and support me with that. Mm. And I mm. do know that three months for me has now turned into three weeks that is turning into one week that is turning into a day. And when I say that, I am definitely understanding that if I'm wanting a house to be built from scratch, I realize that it might take nine months. That being said, that house is mine. One month, nine months, it don't matter. The house is mine. Does that make sense, Liz? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, okay. it's the, right. it's the um, conscientiousness of continuously believing the same thing and actually not giving up. You know, after one month, you could have said, oh, forget it, you know. Um, yes. Or this isn't yes. working, but you kept you conscientiously just carried on doing it, doing it. I mean, in three months, and that's, it. And, that, and that's it. It's you know, it's time. The universal law of time. You know, things take there time. You there you go. And I, I um, think they take less time. The more the more time you actually do it, the more time you are consciously yes, aware time, of yes. doing it. It's the less time it takes. Sorry, Wendy, I interrupted take, you. Yes. No, no, but that's right. That's right, Liz. The more, the more, you, and that's like discipline. The more, the more you do this, is the more honed your skill becomes in in being able to manifest what you want. Mm. 
in a shorter period of time. Mm. In a shorter period of time. Especially things that can be um, instantaneously manifested. Yeah, and what I mean by that is, I, I, you know, I see a house, I want a house, and I know I want the house, yada, yada, yada. However, my choice is that I want the house built from the ground up. That means that there is a process, but it still doesn't stop the house from being mine. It, it, it hasn't stopped it. In actual fact, the fact that I've wanted it means it's been built. Yeah, and so as long as you time, hold fast to as long as you hold fast to that, right. there's no reason right. why that shouldn't come to fruition. None whatsoever. It's when we exactly. let go of things because we think they're not happening. That's when sort of like, you know, you might get the house but then it's taken away from you because you were the one that let go of the faith. Exactly. You see, you know like like with the pool uh oh and then we've got to wrap it up. You know, like with the pool lid, I, I had been using now Doctor Um Emoto What's his name? Mar- I was going to say Mareshi, Masaru, Masaru, but that's not right. Masaru. 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 Emoto. Yeah. Dr. Masaru Emoto. He, he's done, he had done work on, or he, he has done work on the power of water and the power of your words and how your words can impact water. And, of course, how water will impact your words as, as the downflow goes. And so what I was trying to do with the pool was to use my words, but lived. what I did was I was doing this and I said to Dee, does it look to you like the pool is getting cleaner? Because Lids, it looked lighter to me when I was yeah. doing the words, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. words for the pool, telling the water it was lovely, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And Dee looked out, he was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself, when when I did that, when he said that, I said, you know, I shouldn't have asked him nothing, you know, because now I'm looking at it, and then to me, it it almost automatically looked like it got as dirty as it was before, but to me, it looked like it was getting to be a lighter green, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I said to myself, you know something, I shouldn't have, and I'm always telling people, be silent, utilize the universal law of secrecy. Be mm-hmm. silent until that which you have, you can see it. You can see the manifestation taking place. And it's not as, you know, it was a little precarious because I'm looking and I'm like, hmm, it looks lighter green to me. But you see, where that was going was I was questioning myself. Was it really a lighter green? Was it darker green? Was it really a lighter green? Are you really seeing this? Instead of looking at it and saying, that's a lighter green. Ooh, yeah, thank you. just, just- just actually believing. Exactly. I mean, I th- the thing is, exactly. if if we want blocks, the thing to the perfect way to get blocks is to actually tell people, because they'll exactly. always have an opinion. They'll always have their own exactly. opinion, and rightly rightly so. Um, so in actual fact, if you're telling people what you're actually looking for, are blocks. A block. That's the long. That's kind of like and that, that's, that that's actually a really good way to put it. I'll be able to um, rephrase that with the ladies um, next week. Definitely. If you if you're looking for blocks, tell somebody about what you're trying to do or what you're what you're doing. And it being in its infancy stage, you know, or its fledgling stage, you know. But uh, but yeah, guys, universal law of attraction is part of a bigger law, a part of the universal laws plural of attraction. Um, be sure to check out the website. There are some tutorials. It's tutorial one and two. 
I really need to actually change that and put the title on it, but it's tutorial one and, one and two that really talks about the laws of attraction and how malleable they are. The universal... <coughs> oh, you coughed. Sorry. Cover your mouth. The, um, the universal law of attraction is really about binding and or magnetizing the other laws that are dependent and independent laws to create a an intentional force. And it's, it's a conscious stream of energy, an intentional force that's going to draw to you that which, that which you want to experience in life. Understanding that if there are blocks, if there are blocks, the law of attraction is going to bring this to your conscious awareness. And it's not always pleasant when it's brought to your awareness. It's not always cupcakes and rainbows. It's not. You know, because sometimes you really have to take a look at you. You really have to take a look at you. So that being said, guys, um, Liz, is there anything that you would like to add? No, there's nothing I'd like to add. No. And, and for you, the, we've got about three minutes, but for you, any successes that you want to share on, and no, tell me no, okay, any successes that you want to share <laughs> on using the laws of attraction? Anything um, that you can think of that? Off the top of my head? Yeah, I would say where I'm living now. And that that was that was a really big okay. one, you know, when they said uh, no, they're all gone. You can't. It's it's not possible. And uh, I remember I remember pacing, um, thinking about it, and, and sort of like meditating on it. But I was it was a pacing meditation, and uh, yes. a, oh, and a couple of days later, um, I got a letter saying that yeah, if if you want it, you can have it. And that was Amen. that that was a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, yes, and, and, and sort of like, guys, that's what I'll leave you on a note with. The Some of the things that you actually have manifested for yourself, some of the huge things, um, or what you consider to be huge, that you've manifested, what I'd say to you is look at what you were doing, look at what you did, and then try to recreate create that for something, something else that you want. Try to at, at, at least utilize the energy and the strength that was behind that mm. to assist and support you in what it is that you want to manifest. Okay, darling, you've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We've been talking about things you need to know about the law of attraction uh, for 2018. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I have been your host for the last hour and a half, and my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. That's it. And guys, I'm out, sis. Love you, sis. Love you guys. And I will see your face in this place next week. Until next time, guys. Peace. Bye. Love Bye, you, guys. Sis. Love you too. Bye.